Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you are tuning in. My name is Jonathan Torres Herrera, and you are watching or listening to the JTH Show. Today, let's talk about a mourning mother blaming isolation due to COVID for her son's death, and Elon Musk relocates to Texas. But first, roll the intro. All right. Uh, thanks for tuning in. If you're uh, new here to the show, I this is my show where I do uh, kind of like some stories that I find interesting that I want to share some thoughts on with you guys. Um, so I appreciate you guys being here. I also have this show available in any other episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Radio Public. So I appreciate if you actually listen on there as well. And if you don't mind, uh, one more little thing, and then if you can hit that like button, it really helps the show. Okay, let's start with the first story for today. And that is uh, an article that I found on the Daily Wire. There, it was published, of course, on other sites as well, but it was very detailed in, a, uh, in the Daily Wire. And that is a headline which reads, Main teen feeling isolated from restrictions commits suicide. Mother says this remote learning is crap. It is a very unfortunate story, uh, but I felt the need to cover it because now more than ever, I think uh, it is crucial that we all look at our mental health, look at our family's mental health and really stop and, uh, you know, seeing if there's anything that we can do for each other, right? I say now more than ever, because we're going into a season. Um, in fact, some might say we're already here, right? In the month of December where many people, for some reason, you know, they, they get a little bit more sensitive, you might say, right? Which is not necessarily a bad thing. I know a lot of the times uh, we feel that, you know, being sensitive means being weak and it's not, not the case, at least not in my opinion. And in this case, you know, we have a teen, Spencer Smith, uh, a sophomore at Brunswick High School, uh, felt increasingly isolated as a result of distance learning and, uh, and opted to take his life. Now, in a social media post on Facebook, uh, his mother, Angela Smith, said the following, this remote learning is crap. I just lost a son because he couldn't be with his friends. He was trapped in the house. He felt like he had lost his friends and had a hard time with his schoolwork. He felt he had no future. He hated what society was becoming. So he took the easy way out. Parents, please take everything your kids are saying seriously. Give them a huge hug and don't let go. You never know if it will be the last time. This house is so quiet now. I would give anything to have the noise, you know, it's, it's extremely, extremely sad, you know, that, that, that a tragedy like this can happen. I think it's easy to sit, you know, when it hasn't happened to you. Right. Um, and, and judge and maybe, you know, pass some kind of harsh judgment as to, you know, why someone chooses to take, you know, their own life. Um, but I think if you take a moment, you know, and humble yourself, and, and really find the empathy to understand that while you may be dealing with something fantastically as hard as it can be, you know, not, not everybody's like you, you know, not everybody uh, feels the same way, accepts things the same way. Um, you know, we're all different. We're all human. I don't think it really makes anybody stronger or weaker. It's just, you know, that's the thing about being human. You're unique to whatever it is that, you know, you're receiving and how you're dealing with it. And I think more importantly is that many people don't stop to understand really that, 
we need help sometimes, right? To be able to deal with, with tough situations. And again, sometimes asking for, for help for many people may feel like, oh man, that's, that's beneath me or, or, you know, it, it uh, it makes me less, it makes me weak. And it, and it's, and it's hard because, uh, in many cultures, right? Uh, again, asking for help makes you look weak saying you have, you know, some kind of a mental issue makes you look weak. Um, and it's not the case, right? It's not the case at all. And again, I insist now more than ever, I think we should reach out to family members. Now the boy's father, um, also has some stuff to say, uh, in the same article, he said the social distance ain't working for the kids. I mean, the kids are having a hard time. NBC also uh, published an article in you know, relation to the same story. Main teen dies by suicide after struggling to cope with the pandemic, father says. In this article, uh, the father goes on to add, we knew he was upset because he, had, he was no longer able to participate in school activities, football. We never guessed it was this bad. His son left a note behind detailing his struggles with being isolated, writing that he felt like he was locked in his house. He says, looking back now, we could see little things that we should have caught, but we didn't realize his mental health was deteriorating as bad. So let me say that I personally have said things in the past, like, Hey, I'm not affected by many things that are happening out there because I'm always in here. Right. I've said that many times in the show. And you know, when I, when I read the story, you know, I, for some reason, I immediately, immediately thought of those words, right? My own words. And let me start, you know, by saying that I never intend to, to minimize anybody's struggles out there just because I'm in here, right? That's not my intention and never has been and never will be. Um, you know, I, I, I do feel like, you know, that, uh, perhaps now I'm, I'm looking at it from a different point of view and saying that, um, you know, people that weren't used to being home all the time, maybe like me are having a harder time adjusting. Right. Um, I, I'm, I don't believe, you know, I don't see myself as a social butterfly, right. Or, or, or for that matter, even my family, right. We're just not like that. So for us adjusting to having to be inside of the house, you know, call, you know, call it like, uh, you know, in the article is saying locked in, it's not a problem for us, right? Because again, this is just, you know, our lifestyle. It appears here that, uh, unfortunately for the teen, it was right. He feeling locked in, uh, you know, unfortunately drove him, you know, to take his own life. And, you know, I think a lot of people feel like that, you know, feel that perhaps they were social butterflies, right. As they call them. Um, and they were so used to their activities and now that they, you know, completely had to do a 180. You know, I, I can understand how depression can sink in faster. To be fair, it's not to say that I haven't gone through some level of depression, you know, and but nowhere near, right? Enough to unfortunately, you know, drive drive uh, the same consequence. Now, another interesting thing that I found out of the National Center for Biotechnology Information, or NCBI, uh, headlined uh, again similar with the article or with the story that we're talking about. I found something very, very interesting. And they said in their article that a loss of routine for many students, social isolation and feeling of loneliness increased the risk for mental illness. So again, it goes to, to what I'm saying, right? About, um, you know, that uh, for, for kids, especially that they had a completely different routine prior 
to to all the lockdowns. Um, I can understand, right? I can see it from a different point of view other than mine, and and seeing that, yeah, I mean, it's a sh- it's, it it could be a shell shock kind of situation, you know, where you feel like, you know, or at least they probably feel like, you know, what is this? You know, I, I'm used to having a routine where I got up in the morning, you know, even the the gathering for some students at the bus stop. Or being driven to to school, or maybe carpooling to school, whatever that is, even walking, right, with some friends, all that, even those little, you know, gatherings, activities, or whatnot, there, it's gone, right? Not let alone the the all of the other stuff, right? Like in this case, it sounded like the teen uh, was playing uh, football, football, excuse me, as well. So, yeah, I can definitely see it. Um, I guess uh, at the end, you know, what at least the school, the Brunswick. Um, is trying to do, uh, according to a statement by the superintendent, Phil uh, Potesiano, uh, he said, or he's advising the parents that uh, suicide should not be an option. I'm including some information that may be helpful to you in discussing suicide with your child. And it's, you know, terribly sad that it has gotten to the point where um, some parents, uh, you know, are going to have to start having these conversations with their with their child, you know, and, and really having a conversation of, of mental health, you know, again, removing hopefully, uh, whatever, um, uh, stigma you might say that, that those conversations may, may carry, you know, I think they're important because, um, we should check on each other's mental health. Right. I think, uh, it's the least that we can do right now. I think it's going to be worth more by the way, um, than, uh, some materialistic Christmas present. You know, maybe a phone call this holiday season, right? A long, you know, in-depth, you know, phone call, you know, a conversation might mean more than sending someone something you buy on Amazon for 20 bucks. That's just my point of view. All right. And with that, let's move on to something a little bit more lighthearted. And that is uh, some curious news that I saw. Um, I think many of you guys might have seen it. If you guys are fans of Elon Musk or even follow anything around tech, And that is that Elon Musk joins other businesses and moves to Texas. So it's going to be very, very, very uh, interesting to see, I guess, how his companies and himself develop over the next uh, few years. But in the Wall Street Journal, there was, you know, of course, the article, Elon Musk moves to Texas, takes jab at Silicon Valley. The Tesla, you know, Tesla Incorporated chief executive, Elon Musk said he has moved to Texas, taking aim at Silicon Valley and becoming one of the highest profile executives yet to leave California during the coronavirus pandemic. He said relocating made sense with Tesla's new factory being built in Texas. So on his way out, you know, uh, of course, he had his remarks. Now, the funny thing is that Elon has been um, a resident uh, of California for about 25 years from when I saw and, uh, you know, he, after, you know, I guess a lot of, uh, internal, uh, deliberation decided, you know what, screw it. We're out of here. Now, although Mr. Musk companies, uh, continue to maintain an extensive, um, operation in tech in California, excuse me, he will no longer be there. Senator tech Cruz, uh, from Texas, by the way, welcome, uh, Mr. Musk on a tweet. He put out, he said, uh, welcome to Texas at Elon Musk, right? Texas loves jobs, and we're very glad to have you as a Texan. Here's here's what I will say, okay? I recently relocated to Texas, right? As some of you guys that are uh, have been following the show for a while. And let me tell you that it is one of the best things that I feel personally 
I could have done not only for myself, but for my family. Now, I'm in California. Uh, you can kind of say born and raised, right? Some of you guys also know that I, I relocated for a while to Oklahoma, and that was nice. And I got to see a different world, not only just a perspective, right? Just a different world when it came to comparing living in California to living outside of California, right? Uh, of course, as a, as a family man, I can tell you that the first thing that jumps out at you, besides the financials, right? The, it's the, the tranquility. Yeah. A lot of people think it's always, it's always about the financials, not necessarily for me and my family. It was more about the tranquility, right? Of feeling like, you know, you're not in a, in a city. Now you live in San Diego, by the way, which is not in LA, but some will tell you that it's getting just as bad. But anyways, the tranquility of, you know, having literally momentary traffic, not living in traffic, right? Um, that you go to a store and it's not, you know, it doesn't feel like a Black Friday every day, right? Where there's lines out the door or you're waiting in line and, you know, there's there may be tons of people working there, but there's only for some reason two lines or three lines at the grocery store you know, or the checkout open. It's just a different feeling. And I will tell you that here in Texas, I found that again, just like in Oklahoma, right? It just felt differently, right? I will tell you as well that for some reason, you can argue that maybe is in my head and that's fine. People, at least here where I am, are actually nicer. I don't know if it's maybe that fact that the fact that they're going through less stress as well, but I felt... You know, and I actually, I even mentioned, I remember in, in one of my videos, uh, God, I hope I remember which one it was, but where I talked about going and asking, you know, someone like at a taco shop for salsa or ordering your food. And, you know, they're always like anything else, anything else is just always there. They're so edgy, you know, um, sure. You can argue and say, that's just someone that's ill-mannered, but it always, it always, at least for me felt like that was a common, uh, thing you know, from, from service providers at, at many different uh, levels, right? Whether you're talking about a restaurant or even when I used to work, you know, as a technician, uh, I felt like other fellow technicians without calling anybody by name had a really piss poor attitude, right? And, and they didn't care about really doing their job. They wanted their check and wanted to get out, like being cordial. It was like the last thing, like, what is that? Right. It just feels differently here. Now, for financials, right? Or speaking in financial terms, like, you know, what most people will care about. Yeah. You save a ton of money, right? From a business owner perspective, I've saved tons of tons and tons of money. I've also shared with you guys before that I, uh, I paid $38,000 in taxes last year as a business owner. Yeah. No, maybe you, I don't want you to think, Oh, you mean throughout the year? No. That's just what I was liable for at the end of the year. I don't want to hear from anybody saying it's because you don't know the loopholes. That's a completely different conversation, right? Is that in California, if you make more money, you are punished. At least it feels like that, right? And, you know, here in these articles, as an example, going back to, to Elon Musk, right? There's one example where um, Musk, who has clash with regulators in Fairmont, California this year and in uh in Germany this week said 
he views government as a monopoly that cannot go bankrupt. And that's true. That's very, very true, right? He also said, if a team has been winning for too long, they tend to get a little complacent, a little entitled, and they don't win the championship anymore. California has been winning for too long. Also very true. You know, and, and, and this is coming from a guy that is not necessarily the biggest fan of Elon Musk, right? I don't agree blindly with everything he says. I'm not, you know, one of his, uh, what do you call him, simps? No. To me, he's just another, you know, rich dude and whatever, right? I'll leave it at that. But it doesn't take away from the fact that what he's saying on here, it's it's it has a lot of truth to it, right? Uh, it may be just that, that California has been winning for a long time. So a lot of its residents have become very complacent, right? And it's just like, do this for me, do that for me. So, you know, those are the, you know, those are some of the, the point of views there, right? Uh, the last thing on here from Fox Business <clears throat> is that uh, they said that a tax friend, uh, taxes poised for flood of corporate relocations in the biggest year yet, experts say. Corporate relocations to tax-friendly taxes are on the rise and one of the industry experts predict 2021 could be the state's biggest year yet it's very very interesting by the way we had many other companies including tesla and uh are also are, are the one of the ones expanding to the lone start state uh but also including uh apple facebook and google have all recently expanded operations to texas so listen um for anybody that's out there in california right now you know i'm not trying to make you feel bad for being out there. If it, if it suits your needs, if you can afford it, and if you really have no problem with it, then, hey, listen, nobody's telling you to relocate. I would be the last person to tell you to get out of there, right? Again, when I'm speaking with someone that is, says, I can afford everything out here, you know, I'm, I'm not in any kind of crazy debt. Yeah, no problem. Or if you have the people that are like, man, I don't care being in debt. As long as I can have, I don't know, 80-ish degree weather year-round. As long as I can go to the beach every day. Hey, as long as it looks like, uh, at least to the rest of the world, that I live a Hollywood, quote-unquote, life. Congratulations. You know, again, I'll be the last person to try to convince you otherwise. But to the rest of you, right, that may be out there, that you're like, yeah, I mean, it's tough out here, man. I'm living definitely paycheck to paycheck and uh, even worse, you know, in crazy amount of debt because everywhere I go, you know, it takes... You know, for a family of even three or four people, you know, upwards of $100 just to go out and get a burger. Now, I will tell you, you might need to start looking elsewhere, right? Um, because, uh, you know, one thing is true is that is while it's not easy, you can always relocate back right here. You're talking, by the way, with someone that did it, right? And, um, you know, you'll never know until you try it for yourself. I can sit here and tell you all about it. You can talk to anybody else that has done it. You can talk to people that have done it and regretted it. You can read blogs. You can watch YouTube videos. But one thing is true. You have to live it for yourself. And if you think that relocating is something that is going to be good for you, going back a little bit into the uh, first story, it's going to be good for your mental health. You know, take the plunge. That's what I'll say. You know, do it because uh, you may never know. It might be, you might feel like me. It might be the best thing you ever did for yourself. So, with that said, I'll leave it there. And uh, until, I uh, hope actually, first of all, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hope you have the rest, uh, great rest of your day. Uh, take what I said, serious. You know, I hope you're doing okay. 
you know, mentally speaking. And uh, yeah, until next time. See ya. Hey, thanks for watching the JTH show. Remember, you can catch all the episodes, full episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Radio Public. You can also visit www.thejthshow.com to catch episodes there and to catch anything that we had to blur out because of YouTube um, or any other platform. We usually put all of our raw uh, information in there that is uncensored. Um, you can also become a member at www.thejthshow.com to catch all the special perks. Thanks for watching.